Good morning, good morning. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You are listening to Forever Changing with Ramonda Moore Brown and our Scripture of the Week and Weekly Podcast. I'm so, so excited about the nuggets that the Lord has to share on this morning. He just keeps on doing a new thing. He just keeps on doing a new thing right here in the earth, right here in me, right here on this podcast. Amen and amen. I don't know if you're listening by via Spotify or Apple Podcast or Google or iHeartRadio. Wherever you're listening from, I just want to say before I even get started, thank you, thank you, and thank you again for coming back every week and getting those nuggets. You know, we are forever learning, forever growing, and forever changing. This week's scripture is 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 16. I'm excited about the twist and the spin that God put on this. Before I get into our scripture, uh, you know, I love to do uh, a little bit of backstory for somebody who may not know or need a refresher. I will read the scripture, but then we'll get right into that and let the Lord lead us. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray that you had an amazing weekend. I pray that your Sunday was awesome. I'm telling you, no matter what, my Sundays are awesome. Before I get in, you know, I'm going to just tell this quick testimony. I struggled in my body. Many of you know that there are challenges going on in my body. And last week was even a greater challenge. And and I pushed through Friday, but I decided that I was going to rest on Saturday. And I woke up Sunday, you know, believing that I was going to be feeling, you know, brand new. But I woke up Sunday and I wasn't feeling brand new. But how many know it's not about how you feel. It's what you believe and what you stand on. So I woke up and I mean, I could barely walk. I was, you know, holding onto the bed as I went around the bed trying to get it together. And I began to declare the word of the Lord over my life. And by the time I got into the kitchen and went in there to to do the cooking, I cooked breakfast. You know, I... uh, brought the word and I also cooked for my family and the homeless and as I was sitting down and and I was just thinking and I thought for a moment oh my goodness the pain level is so insignificant right now and I begin to bless the Lord so before I even get started I want to tell you it doesn't matter how you feel it matters what comes out of your mouth and what you declare over you your body your family your mind your finances whatever it is what matters is what you say and not what you feel that little nugget right there was on the house amen and amen Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 16. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Okay, we're talking here about, this is a chapter, I mean, Second Chronicles, and it is based on, you know, 
Solomon taking over where his dad left off, David. Um, I think I spoke a little bit about before, you know, that, you know, God inquired of him and Solomon asked for wisdom. So, but because he asked God for wisdom, God gave him wisdom and knowledge along with riches, wealth, and honor. So that's a nugget right there for somebody that asking for something that will allow you to be a blessing to the kingdom. Woo, my God, I'm going to say it again. Asking for something that will allow you to be a blessing to the kingdom and the things that most people ask for. Mm -hmm. You know those things. They'll be given unto you if you ask for the things that'll be a blessing to the kingdom. And you know that comes from Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. So focus on the things of the kingdom and those things that many people go to God and ask him for, riches and wealth and all of these things, they'll be added unto you. Do the work of the kingdom, amen? I go another nugget. Oh, amen, hallelujah. Solomon focused on completing the assignment throughout chapters 1 through 7, building the temple that would remain because we know during these times they traveled and they pitched tents and they worshiped there. But David was focused on building a house of the Lord, a temple of the Lord that will remain. It will be a permanent structure. And Solomon wanted to make sure he was dedicated to creating this structure that his father had planned. Okay. Then we get to chapter seven and Solomon, he, he did, he, he built, he, he was ready to dedicate the temple of God. So after Solomon had prayed, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and sacrifices. The consuming fire of God was so ever present. And the children of Israel saw and witnessed the glory of the Lord upon the house and bowed down and worshiped him, saying what? He is good and his mercy endured forever. This is nothing new. This happened also in 1 Kings 8 and 10, Exodus chapter 40, verses 34 through 35, and Psalms 106 and 1. It, this has happened before, where the glory fell. The fire came down and the glory fell. Amen? With that being said, let's get go right over to verse 14. I know a lot of times when you say 2 Chronicles chapter 7, people go straight to, to verse 14. This is quoted a lot, especially during the times of crisis. I'm going to read it now. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal the land. I even considered this scripture as a scripture of the week. But as I began to talk to Abba and read on a little bit, he said, no, nah, go on down. Then I thought, it was, I actually literally thought it was 15. Okay, we can work with 15. And then he said, no, 16. I said, wow, okay. I literally had I written it down because I, when he tells me to write, I write. So when he told, when I, re- I wrote down 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse uh, 15, then I have to go back and kind of make that a 16 because the Lord said, no, go down a little bit further. So that's where we are. We are going to land. 
But in 15 and 14, we know that scripture. It is so, 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 so common. You know, people, people quote that often, but I tell you what, they get real spiffy with it. When we're talking about a time of crisis, remember 9-11, during epidemics, pandemics, natural disasters, and wars, it's heard even the more. That scripture is my people will call my name. You hear it, you hear it, you hear it. Okay? I'm going to read verse 15, and then I'm going to go down to 16. And I've already read it, but I just want to flow with it. Okay? 15 says, Now mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. In this place. We're talking about that house. That, that house that was built for the Lord. The house of the Lord. The place of worship that was built. The permanent structure, my God, my God, that was being dedicated to God for them to come together and worship. And as I read 16, I'm going to read it again. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually, ongoing. Okay, since the pandemic was officially declared, we have spent more time at home than ever before. And at one point, we were literally ordered to stay at home, quarantined. Each state set guidelines, which included stay-at-home orders, limits on where we could go and when we could go, with penalties established for those who did not comply. I'm going to ask a question. There's nobody in the room with you, so you don't have to worry. What did you do with all of that time? Did you spend extra time with your spouse or with your children? Did you take up a hobby? Did you catch up on movies, cleaning, organizing? Or did you do what millions of people around the world, around the globe did, and develop a TikTok addiction? (laughs) I have to laugh because I will admit I started out on that path But God, he blocked it. Hallelujah. He snatched me. Uh Uh-uh. Get off of that stuff and be about my business. So, yes, I will admit it before each and every one of you on this day. I started out on that TikTok and was loving it. Actually, I've even posted on TikTok. And, of course, what I did was related to the word of God and the works of God. I will go back if and when he permits. But, yes, I did begin to be one of those people who love to look at TikTok, but he snatched me back. Many believers hung. Do you remember this? The red ribbons over the outside, over their doors. And this was, in faith, an activation of applying the word and the blood because it was Psalms 91 that they use now. So this was an activation of applying the word of God and the blood of Jesus over their household. And that was a great start. But, ooh, and when he when he dropped this in my spirit, I was like, wow, okay, God, you just bad all by yourself. He said, that was a good start. But what have you done on the inside of these homes? 
Woo woo! Now that's fire right there. What have you done on the inside? Yeah, you you put the ribbon outside. You quoted Psalms 91. But what have you done on the inside of these homes? Have you done anything different? You see, we talked about uh uh over in the in the scripture how they they um I didn't talk about it yet, my bad. I I forgive me. I, I read about it where they made the burnt offerings and the sacrifices. Oh yes, I did. I'm sorry. I did, I did, I read it. That they made the the the, the sacrifices and the burnt offerings. Have you made any sacrifices in your house? Have you made any offerings? Have they been going on at your address? Has the atmosphere been cleansed, purified, and anointed in the name of God, in the name of Jesus? I know we're not slaughtering animals anymore or burning them. But are we fasting and praying and spending time in the word? Has there been any at-home Bible studies or church services going on while you couldn't go to church? We've gone to church long enough to know how to do everything. What are you doing when you can't get in the building we call church? But we all know that church is within us. It's in us. But what do you do when you can't get to the building? Have you taken oil, blessed oil made from the olive, crushed oil, and anointed every room in your house, every entryway, doors, and windows? Have you chased out every devil and foul spirit and welcomed in the Holy Spirit? My God, my God. Because he's the same God in 2022 and even when this thing started in 2020 that he was in 2nd Chronicles chapter 7 okay Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 says for I am the Lord I change not therefore you sons of Jacob are not consumed Psalms 119 and 90 says your faithfulness endures to all generation you have established the earth and it stands fast my God, my God. Have you turned your house? Into the house of God. My God. See, we get caught up in the buildings. I'm from Panama City. Some of my listeners are from Panama City. They know some of the church buildings were destroyed and many of those are not up as of today. And this happened in October 2018. So what do you do when you can't get to the building? There were times when we worshiped and we praised in our homes anyway, traveling from house to house. There were no going out to the buildings. It was done in the homes. You know, all things work together for the good. We already talked about that scripture. Well, what if these hurricanes and natural disasters and and pandemics, what if they work for our good so we can learn back to go back? We can learn how to go back to our roots where we can make our homes a house of worship, a house that the Holy Spirit can dwell in. 
a house of the heart of the Lord can be there perpetually. It's all about the heart. So you don't have to go to the building. What do you have in your heart? What are you bringing? You can be in any room, in any space, even outside. Let's take it outside. Okay? You say we can't be in the building. Remember that? Take it outside. Because it's about what we're doing, not where we're doing it at. My God, my God. But God wants to know, is your house a place of holiness and righteousness? What is going on in your house? Because you know we put on the clothes, if you wear hats or whatever. You put on the suits, guys. And the women, you look good with your makeup and your hair, your nails, your lashes, and your and everything. But what and you step into the building. But what's going on when you get back to the house? God wants your home to be his house. Okay, his house. And this is a perfect time to examine, to take this as a literal warning and an encouragement from the Lord. That it's time. We know we we always say, my God, it's time to get your house in order. But do you really know what that means? I know we're talking about the, the body. And preparing to go be with Jesus. But literally while you're here. It is time to get your house in order. So that it can be a place. Where the Holy Spirit. Can reside and abide. And rule and reign. Not a little corner where your Bible get dusty. Until you pull it out for Sunday and Wednesday. If that. But a place. Waking up early in the morning or late at night, however you do it. And sanctifying your house and sanctifying your kid and sanctifying, you know, and and anointing your kid. I'm sorry, and anointing your spouse and anointing your home so that you keep and you make sure that the atmosphere is conducive for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. And we can be like those Israelites and others who have the spirit of the Lord. I felt the presence of the Lord uh, last week. Just in the middle of the day, I felt an urgency to go and just stop what we were doing. The kids are out of school because it was bad weather. But I felt the urgency. Y'all go to that side. I'm going to my room. And I felt the urgency to just pray and worship God. And I entered into a place that I've never felt entered before in all of my 50 years and that place oh my god that place that's all I can say there are no words it's just that place I've entered into his presence but that right there I won't forget that one my god my god more of that God more of that we want more of that to experience that right here in our homes And we don't have to go to the building. Because guess what? One day there may not be a building. We woke up. (laughs) We went to church on Sunday. My God, my God. We went to church on Sunday. And just a few days later, we didn't have a church anymore. It was gone. Absolutely everything gone. Does that mean God left? No. We had to take it somewhere else. We had to learn how to worship in our homes. We had to learn how to get before the Lord. We had to learn from that day to this one, God has been preparing for such a time as this. We want Abba, and I'm getting ready to close because he said what he he needed to say already. But before I end, I want to say this. I'm not going to say 
I know I do, but what I, I don't know about you. Now, I know we want, we want Abba to say these words. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 16. Because we've done, we're doing, because it's perpetual. You know, you got to keep doing, you don't do it one time. But Lord, we sanctify, we, we, we've anointed We've anointed it. We're praying, God. We're fasting, Lord. We're doing what it takes, God, to be set apart, to be peculiar and chosen. And we want him to say, for now I have chosen and sanctified this house, your address, my address, that his name may be there forever and his eyes And his heart shall be there perpetually. So if somebody come by, they'll say, I don't know what it is, but there's something about your house. Because the atmosphere is different. Because the Lord himself dwells there. He has chosen and sanctified your house. That is what I have to say today. That is it. I'm excited. I'm going to go back over this again because I'm telling you this has blessed me to no ends to understand that this is why God has had me doing these things for so, for so long, preparing me for what I do right here on Sunday service, which is bring the word of God as if I was in a cathedral. Our worship service on Sunday one of my sons on drums, the other on keyboard, my daughter and my other sons backing me and singing. And I'm telling you, the presence of the Lord fell on Sunday. My God, my God, because it was his house and he could be glorified. He could be honored. And this is the house that he has chosen and sanctified. I'm going to pray and then release you to go about the rest of your day. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word that you have shared with us on this day, oh God. Lord, we thank you just for choosing us, God, and using us for your glory, Lord God. We thank you that you reveal your nuggets and your mysteries to us, God, and that you are the same God right now that you were back then, Lord. We ask you to breathe on every heart and every home, God, that hears my voice right now, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we ask you, God, to fix every crooked issue. Oh, God, every crooked road and every issue, God, straighten it out in Jesus' name. Oh, God, we thank you for doors that are open, oh, God, and we're not just talking about doors of open for business and doors open to, to bring self-glory, God. We're talking about doors open for the kingdom of God because we know if we do it for the kingdom, the things will come. Lord, we thank you for clarity, God. We thank you for sanity, God. We snatch back minds from the hand of the enemy, oh God. We snatch back bodies from the hand of the enemy, Lord God. Every organ, every cell, and every system line up in the name of Jesus. Oh God, you get the glory for our stories. We love you, Father. We love you, Abba. Thank you, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you again for stopping by and getting the nuggets for this week's scripture. 
I pray that your week is blessed and that you are refreshed and revived and ready to roll and stomp on the devil's head this week. I love you. Be encouraged. But most of all, allow the God of all creation, who is your father, to make you whole.